Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Welcome to the podcast. I have a really wonderful friend, uh, talented professional friend and colleague, Aaron J. Anderson, who has joined us, who is an American who lives in uh, Western Puerto Rico, married to a a wonderful, oh my goodness, she's gorgeous. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, Your your wife, Liz, Liz, say it again, Lizian? Yep, Lizian. Hey, I got it right. Good. You did. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, Aaron. Thank you so much. I'm just very honored and really proud, actually, to be on this here podcast because I've looked up to you since the day I met you. So it's real. I was honored when you asked me to be on here. I was like, wow, I get to be on here with Craig, Craig Forrest. So I'm pretty excited to tell you the truth. Well, you, you, just made, yeah, you just made my day because I keep having churches asking me only one question. What camera should they buy? What camera should they buy? Yeah, that's what I'm struggling saying, with. Yeah, and I keep saying, well, what are you going to do with it? Oh, they completely ignore that. Just pastor wanted me to call you or get in touch with you. What camera should we buy? And I got yeah. one of those today. So you know what I did? What's you ready that? for this? So this, this person in, in Latin America asked me, uh, what camera should they buy? And I said, oh yeah, a, a, uh, a red dragon epic camera. Go buy that. Oh <laughs> yeah. They'll be saving for a long time. <laughs> so, and what you may not know out there in this world is the, without lens, a, a yeah. dragon red epic a red dragon epic camera is about eighty thousand dollars with with and that's, yeah huh yeah, that's just the box and that's not even with the the monitors the uh, EVF the battery all that stuff so all your churches you you really want to go big league you go ahead you get yourself a red uh, yeah. red dragon epic camera and you have my blessings and if you want to know how to run it uh, Aaron and I will come and show you how to do it for. Uh, a reasonable well no yeah we will we no it won't be a reasonable fee it'll be a high fee <laughs> yeah. because you just spend a hundred grand or more on a camera so you can so you can afford us oh, yes you can afford funny. us finally oh so, that's so too anyway, funny uh, i wanted to mention that aaron uh, and i first met about oh not quite 10 years ago it's getting close to that when i mm-hmm. came out to do a, a, a three-night workshop in mayaguez puerto rico uh, and it was an absolute blast we thought we were going to have maybe 15 people uh, that's mm-hmm. what they told us from the local church. Great people there at that church, the uh, Catacomba Five. It, oh, you'll just have 15 people. We had 54 people show up the first night. Yeah, they were stunned. And each night we averaged over 50 people for our workshops. That was a lot of fun. Indeed. And Aaron and I hit it off immediately. We got together again at uh, Infoki Film Festival, and then a mm-hmm. little while after that, we teamed up and did a workshop in, in Caguas just a little ways outside of San Juan for a small select group and had a blast. We, we don't did. Get to see each other very often, do we, Aaron? Not at all, just because, I mean, California is pretty far away from Puerto Rico. Now, every once in a while, um, we go out there because we travel a lot, but you're still even further north than where we go, usually like Vegas uh, and LA-ish. So yeah, you're pretty far away, so we don't get to cross paths too much, and we both travel quite a bit. So. Uh, even when I'm in California, you're probably not even there or, or vice versa. So Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Now, if you want to follow, not only is Aaron a very talented uh, cinematographer, director of photography, travel, uh, travel journalist, uh, travel photographer, does weddings, corporate, music videos, sports, has, uh, and this is a great compliment for anybody that shoots, he has a great eye. All of his, Thanks. Uh, um, all of his shots just look uh, wonderful. Uh, and when you work across many genres, you have to sort of change up your approach because sports is not going to be the same mm-hmm. as landscapes and the weddings are not going to be the same as a music video. And you can mix and match all of that. You've got to really have a lot of tools in your tool belt to be, or toolkit to be able to uh, mix and match and, and, uh, and adapt, Absolutely. Adapt, adapt to the genre you're working in. He has some wonderful tutorials. Talk about how you got into doing the uh, YouTube tutorials, Aaron. Yeah, uh, about maybe maybe 10 years ago or so, I was starting to learn videography because I came from a photography background since I was the age of 14, got a camera. This was in the film era. Uh, This was before digital and before YouTube and before the internet, basically. So I had to learn all my uh, techniques through photography, uh, through uh, libraries and bookstores, reading books, and basically doing, uh, practicing. So after learning all the photography stuff, when I moved here to Puerto Rico about 12 years ago, uh, we, we started to attend a church and I was there maybe about a year or two and the pastor asked anybody in the crowd if they knew how to work a camera, a video camera, because they wanted to record uh, the Sunday sermon. So uh, throughout, since I was 14, I'm now 45, so there's many years gone by doing photography. I did dabble in with um, camcorders and doing small skits with my friends and stuff like that. So nobody raised their hand in the church. And I said, well, I mean, I'm a photographer. I'm not, you know, a professional videographer, but I kind of know what I'm doing. And I got a good eye in photography. I know lighting and all the aspects of photography. So raised my hand. They said, okay, well, you're the only guy. So here's what you need to do. You need to learn. uh, Well, you need to, here's how much money we have to buy a camera. And it's your job to find out which camera we need for the specific purpose that we're going to do. And that is filming uh, sermons on Sunday. So I started at this time, you know, uh, YouTube's already started and it, we're well into digital photography now, by the way. So I went on the internet, started looking up uh, cameras. And so we wanted to get a prosumer camera, not a, not a camcorder. So I don't remember the model, but it was a Panasonic prosumer. I would call it professional, but they call it prosumer. And it had all the um, uh, SLR inputs on it. It had 24P, which we were I uh, really wanted to shoot in 24p and not 30 or 60. Wow, you know what? I don't I hardly ever hear of churches that want to shoot 24 frames, 24p. That's kind of rare. No, well, I'm I'm coming from that, you know, just some look. Uh, the what? Yeah, the film look. I I always loved film and uh, you know movies and doing photography. I I would watch movies and actually kind of see what the film industry is doing because. I mean, 12 years ago, you couldn't buy a cheap camera and, uh, and an editing software and all that stuff. So I never got into film probably for those purposes. It kept with photography, but I liked the film look. So I knew I wanted to shoot 24P and all that stuff. And um, so I looked for a camcorder that did that prosumer, and I found one at Panasonic. I bought it used. I forget how much it was. And so now I said, okay, I've got this beast in my hands. How do I – what do I use this thing for? Because there's terminology differences between – uh, you know, photography cameras and videography or video cameras, they do the same thing. Like with ISO, you've got gain and you've got other little things. Uh, ND filters I never really messed with in photography. 
that's how I got into the videography. So I had to learn it all. So I started looking up YouTube videos on how to use this camera. And after a couple of years, I started getting really good and stuff. And we're going to skip a little bit here. But my wife said, why don't you give back to the community uh, and start you know, telling people all the stuff you learned? Because she's like, I don't know how you learned all this so quick, but you should start doing uh, videos on YouTube about it. And that's the, the long story to your question is how do I get started on YouTube is trying to give back to the community of all the knowledge that I learned because I don't feel like you necessarily have to go to school. That's just my point of view. And I think I'm, I never went to school and I, I learned what I learned on my own. So I just wanted to try to get people who either didn't, don't have the funds to go to school and YouTube's popular. So, Hey, let's make some videos on how to do stuff. So <laughs> that's a long, long story to your question. And that's really taken off, hasn't it? Well, it has. I mean, you know, this is, this is the sad thing, though, about today, and I don't want to cross subjects, so if I start getting into something you don't want to get into, let me know, but it, when it comes, you know, the manufacturers did a really good job getting you to buy the next camera when you really don't need it, so much so that people started doing videos uh, more on the, you know, uh, camera versus camera. I don't want to get into too much detail unless you want to go that way, but this camera versus that camera, because anybody buying a new camera is gonna say, oh, yeah, I was wondering about that. Is it worth spending 500 bucks for that Canon uh, model or the cheaper Canon model? And that's where YouTube started going into a route that I, didn't I don't necessarily like today, and it's just all about the gear. Uh, you see rude comments on videos, you see uh, vlogs. It's, it's all turned into you know gear and not the actual learning of the craft so my youtube channel started going that way too because i had to make um a decision if i do a video on how to get proper skin tones without a light meter uh just using zebra on the back of your camera or using spot metering at 75 or 75 percent zebras then nobody's going to watch that i did it anyways and lo and behold i didn't get a lot of views but then i said hey, I got this new lens, let me do a lens review on it. And that literally got, you know, that skin tutorial, which I think is absolutely a must know how to get proper skin tones. That probably got maybe 1200 views. That's and pretty good. Pretty good, but guess how much my lens uh, video got? 75,000 views. I uh -huh. mean, we're talking, yeah. And then so I started doing gear reviews like everybody else because everybody started learning that camera manufacturers did a great job on on consumerizing the industry where that's what sells on youtube is gear reviews now there's very few photographers that don't ever talk about gear that have you know three hundred thousand subscribers but they're very rare the big youtubers that if anybody getting into cameras now i'm not going to mention names but you probably know who those are and they're big time all about gear reviews and uh my channel started going that way so I got about 13, maybe almost 14,000 subscribers. And the reason is, is I always had that conflict with me. And I always wondered like, how can I get more subscribers? And that started really infiltrating my brain to where I started changing too much stuff and trying to get a little uh, com comedic uh, videos in there. And so I kind of lost my way to be honest with you with the YouTube channel, just because I was in conflict with, I want to teach people like stuff, but they're not going to get views. It's, but I'm going to have to stick with this gimmicky type stuff. And that's why I, you know, I could probably have more subscribers. And because you don't get more subscribers, you start 
not doing as much and you, you get kind of lost. So, you know, yeah, 13,000 subscribers is pretty good. I'm happy with that, but you know, it's, it, it's going a route that everybody else is and I don't want to go down that route. So I kind of right. pulled back a little bit and that's why, that's where I'm at with my YouTube channel. Uh, we can mention that my new YouTube channel real quick. Go ahead. That is going to, uh, my YouTube channel now that's been there for years is Aaron J. Anderson. Just go to YouTube. You can go Google my name. You'll find me. Okay. And, and, and for, and for our audience, Aaron is spelled, uh, very unique, uniquely A-R-O-N, A-R-O-N J Anderson, just like everyone else spells Anderson. Exactly. So that's my YouTube channel. That's my Instagram, uh, page and all that. Um, but my new YouTube channel that I just literally put the graphics up yesterday, it's my same name, Aaron J. Anderson, but with the word photographer. So it's Aaron J. Anderson photographer. And that's going to be more serious into the craft or uh, like I put on there, the art of photography, because I don't want to get gimmicky. I don't want to do gear reviews unless I, I even put in the little about page on there that uh, I'm going to talk about maybe gear that that is uh, necessity to get the what the look you're going for. So it would be hard not to say, hey, if you're going for a dramatic look and making someone look like they're uh, disoriented, well, I have to talk about gear, but it's not going to be maybe gear specific. It might say, you know, getting close with a 24 millimeter uh, lens is going to give you a distorted face, which is going to give you the viewer a dis uh, a a feeling of this person being uh, in torment or something. So that's how it's going to go on that new one. It's not going to be Sony versus Fuji and Canon versus Nikon. It's going to be more toward that. And I know it's not going to get a lot of views or subscribes because I've already kind of tried that. However, I'm not going to care about subscribers anymore. I'm just going to do my thing and let it go where it takes it. And I will enjoy anybody that really cares about the art of photography to subscribe. Anybody that don't care about that stuff and just want to know, you know, Nikon versus Canon, then I don't necessarily, uh, well, of course I want them to be a subscriber, but I'm not going for that, if that makes any sense. And sure. I just want real people that really care about the art of photography on that new channel. So if you head over there now, or whenever this is aired, maybe I'll have a few videos up. There you go. Absolutely mm -hmm. great. Great conversation with Aaron J. Anderson, DP. We are going to continue this conversation in the next episode. Hope you join us. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.